scoop into a world of fun at Cairns Zoom and Wildlife Dome. We've got koalas, birds, snakes, turtles, lizards and Goliath the croc too. Zoom, zipline, climb the dome. There's fun for everyone. Cairns Zoom and Wildlife Dome. Open seven days. Locals discounts. Book online now. You're just 45 minutes from a tropical island. The breeze blowing, the sun shining, the kids snorkelling and having fun. It's right on your doorstep. So get going and take advantage of the great 40% off for locals deal with Sun Lover Reef Cruises. No more excuses. For more information and to book, go to sunlover.com.au. Because life's a tropical beach. Snorkel, snooze, repeat. T's and C's apply. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Footy in Paradise podcast. Welcome to the Footy in Paradise podcast. Round 16 is upon us. Another massive weekend of footy in paradise coming up. Joined by my co-host again, Benny Carvis. Benny, how are we going for a Thursday? Very well, mate. Very excited. There's plenty coming up this weekend. What is getting you up and about specifically? Mate, I'm excited. Bit of a selfish one this week. You and I are heading up to uh, the Cape next week. We're joining Cape York House uh, for the Chris Johnson Cup. So very excited by that. We're going to drive up. I think I, I mean, allocated as a driver, uh, stupidly told uh, Jake O'Halloran that I've got a manual license and he's put me behind the wheel. So we'll uh, up Tuesday, back Friday, participate on the Thursday with the Chris Johnson Cup, get the kids involved up at Bamaga. Uh, so I haven't been up there before, so I'm really excited by that trip. I'm sure we'll do a podcast on the road and uh, let everyone know how we're going. That's a really good shout. I'm looking forward to that as well. Also, haven't been up there, and uh, there's a, yeah, a team of us going up, which should be fantastic. And uh, so obviously, doing some work with AFL Cape York. It'll go on our AFL Can socials as well. So keep an eye out for that one. Myself, uh, once I get back for that trip, very lucky to be taking a family from the Gordon Vale Suns, the winners of the competition, to attend a Gold Coast Suns game next weekend, heading down to the coast. Uh, there will also be some content going up shortly. Uh, had a chat with the lucky winner and also be taking some cameras down uh, to watch the game and to enjoy some uh, special behind the scenes experiences next weekend. So um, some exciting things going on around and about, but focusing in on Cairns this weekend, massive round 16. Uh, plenty, again, we've said this the last few weeks, but as we get to the pointy end, games with plenty of consequences. We are going to start working our way through the men's competition to start with. The match of the round this weekend is the Central's Trinity Beach Bulldogs against the Cairns Saints at Craffin Park. Last time these two teams met, it almost came down to the last kick of the day. Liam Hetworth managing to steer one through from a ruck infringement. So a really close battle and both sides coming off losses. Obviously plenty on the line in this one. Yeah, this should be a really intriguing game. Uh, team lists will be really exciting to see who's going to line up on Friday and how stacked each side comes into this one. Uh, obviously, there's the, the latter implications. So, uh, Central's uh, up against Saints this week with the Lions on the bye. So, a win here gets them a game clear in fourth position. Uh, the Saints uh, game up on North and trying to hold on to that top two position and North have the Hawks, which we'll talk about shortly. So some implications in what the, the top four might look like. Uh, I think Central's, this is critical. This is a massive game, knowing the Lions are up against the Saints next week. 
And if the Lions win there, then they, they sort of flip and, and become get themselves in the box seat if Central's lose. So I think in terms of getting some confidence uh, and some wins or critical wins against top four sides heading into finals, this one for Central's is really important. Absolutely, and I'm glad you mentioned the lineups. Last time, obviously, uh, Marcus McDonald came because was the matchup for Zach Smith did a really good job. Uh, last week, the Saints really struggled against the the duo of uh, Jai Bomb and Ethan McCulloch as well. So, what do they do this week in terms of of obviously trying to answer Zach Smith? It'll be interesting to see how the lineups go. From the dog side of things, they obviously had quite a few other inclusions last time. Hugh Nicholson was playing. Um, we, we talked about on Tuesday that Ford mix, how they go about it. Um, that'll be a really interesting one at Crathland Park again. So in front of their parochial home crowd, they said plenty on the line. Uh, so two really talented midfielders that love it in tight as well. So that'll be a, a, a mouthwatering clash between those two midfield lineups. Yeah, it will be. The Saints still tinkering with their their top 22 and there's you saw last week uh, a few sort of fringe players got dropped into development a couple came up uh, so that's that's really important uh, what that mix will be that'll be really critical in this game versus who flies in for centrals uh, obviously we know Ogilvy, Horn, Morgan that core group but it, you know does Seb Tate play uh, who's going to match up on Hardigan that's mm-hmm. another big question does Young Noah Cockrell get the gig there. Uh, who does Wes Glass play on or put himself on uh, one of these key forwards? What do they do with Josh Hall if he plays? Mm. He played sort of a mix between back and forward last week. Wasn't really working with him and Hardigan up there. Too tall, so they, does he play in the back line again and try and pick up, you know, maybe on Straker? Uh, so, you know, Gross, Wellington, they'll be looking to get bounced back from a, a disappointing game last week. So there's plenty to, to pick apart in this one and it's matched the round for a reason. Absolutely. Uh, the second match on the docket this week, uh, looking at the lineup, South Cairns versus Port Douglas at Fretwell Park, you'd think, look, Port should win this one comfortably. South, though, coming off a really impressive performance with almost a full-strength lineup. The other one that they haven't they haven't played yet at Fretwell Park against the Crocs. The Crocs have, have faced them twice this year, had two comprehensive victories up at the Croc pit. Uh, a big travel, obviously the biggest travel that the Crocs have to make all the way down to Fretwell. So whether that has an impact on this game, what are your thoughts? Oh, look, if this was two weeks ago, uh, we would have spent 30 seconds on this. Yep. Uh, wrote it off as an easy port win and moved on to the next game. But for, after what we witnessed last week at, at Fretwell against North Cairns, you don't know what you're going to get from South Cairns anymore. That, that was you know one of the, the best games that certainly they've played all year and some of the best footy in parts that we've seen all season. So if they can bring that sort of intensity and quality of ball use uh, and targets hitting targets inside 50 and their goal kicking as well you know they were accurate through set shots all day so if they can bring that uh, against Port who have a really they've had a good run a good season that you know they're flying they've pretty much got top spot locked up uh, it's hard not to have one eye already on finals you know it's sort of trying to piece that bit together and who's in their 22. So they might tinker with their side a little bit, try a few different matchups, a few different players in different positions. Uh, this could be one that Souths steal and, geez, that would put them right back in the mix uh, with the lines on the bias, the jump equal mm-hmm. them. If Central's lose to Saints, and I know it's a lot of ifs, buts and maybes, but 
you know these possibilities are still on the on the table with with four rounds to go absolutely and, and whilst we say yes it's it's mathematical and generally when you say it's a mathematical possibility you generally write it off and say okay well that's probably not going to happen if any side can do it it's South Cairns with the quality that they have in that lineup. So absolutely, they're, they're, this is a massive clash for them. They've got plenty on the line. Maybe not so much for Port Douglas. It's a good shout on that one. So still a really interesting game to watch there. The other matchup at Watsons Park, North Cairns against Menunda. So Menunda coming off the bye, North with potentially a few lineup changes maybe in the midst there. You'd absolutely expect North to win, especially coming off a disappointing loss. Um, and from another perspective, looking forward to seeing their kids in action again, I think. Yeah, the Brett White Cup. Yep. Uh, so the second time in the year when North meet the Hawks. Uh, they play for the Brett White Cup, which has been going for uh, since 2000, I believe. So a very long time. Uh, I know that Wayne Seekman, coach of the Hawks, has got some ideas around how he wants to incorporate all three sides, uh, not just the seniors, but the development and the women as well into this and make it uh, a whole of club effort, which I think is fantastic. Uh, so like you mentioned, North will be looking to bounce back. They had some injuries to some tools. Um, so Jason Tom himself had a bit of shoulders, some ice on that at the end of the game. Uh, Jackson Locke came off with concussion. Uh, it was quite, looked quite nasty, so I don't think he'll play uh, this week. So, you know, they've got some troubles in terms of who's going to play tall for them. Uh, it shouldn't matter too much in terms of getting the points against uh, the Hawks, but um, probably not ideal preparation heading into finals when you, you'd really try and play a settled side yep. and get everyone in the groove to then probably pull a couple up from development, move things around a little bit. So look at it, you, a couple of ways of looking at it. Um, you know, it's some opportunity for North to experiment with a few things. Uh, the other part is is like, oh, okay, well, all of a sudden we're playing some players out of position or in the 22 that, you, that might not be there come finals time. So... Uh, from the Hawks' perspective, look, like I said, another opportunity. We've talked about the small wins all year round. They've ticked, ticked plenty of those off, especially in probably the last six or seven weeks. Mm -hmm. I think they've done a, a much better job at competing in the, the specific areas that they really want to focus on. Uh, and, you know, have had some really good quarters and, and, you know, matched opposition in certain quarters against the Lions. It was sort yep. of in the mix at half time. Uh, so, Still a lot of positives uh, for the Hawks, and that, again, they'll be they'll have their list of things that they want to take out of this game, and, and they'll work, work work towards them. Absolutely, moving across to the Chemist Warehouse Senior Women's Competition. A bit of a festival of footy here at Kazali Stadium. Second time we've seen this this year. Obviously, Pride Round earlier this year was a fantastic day, and. This weekend, again, we've got all three games at Kazali starting at 11 a.m. with the South Cairns Cutters and the North Cairns Tigers. As we said on Tuesday, these two teams met last weekend, had a fantastic battle in the ruck between the two ruckmen in that contest. So um, South Cairns obviously had a really strong win, uh, should go in strong favourites again this weekend, but neutral venue, interesting one to watch. Yeah, it will be interesting. Um, look, I, if you just look at results, uh, I think... South come in certainly as favourites, uh, you know, could have some implications ladder-wise in terms of trying to catch up to that top two. You think sort of Saints and Hawks have got those locked up with only a few games to go. So, again, it's an opportunity for both sides, really, to try a few different things. Uh, North can't 
or, you know, again, mathematically can't uh, or can make the top four, but it's highly unlikely given the draw. So, you know, again, for them, hopefully Hannah Hillman plays in the ruck, like you mentioned. We gave her a shout-out last week with 30 touches, and she's come up from uh, Mackay. So it would be great to see her and Muka go at it uh, for a second week in a row. Um, we'll see how we go, but, it, yeah, good way to start off the day out at Kazali's. Absolutely, and uh, we've said her name a few times, Jamarie Koto, do we see her again this week, or is it another week that with the potential on the sidelines uh, one of the stars of the competition when she was down here recently. The second matchup on the day, Can Saints coming off, uh, obviously a strong win against the top of the table and under Hawks against the Central's Trinity Beach Bulldogs. Uh, sitting on the bottom of the ladder, but have shown some positive signs. Uh, two sides that, again, like it in the contest, so it should be a physical battle. Yeah, look, Central's haven't had too much luck at Kazali's. Um, granted, you know, they're obviously playing the Hawks there most of the time. Uh, so they've been sort of bashed and bruised there on the big ground, hasn't suited them. Uh, but up against the Saints side, who play a similar style, uh, like it in and under and, and nice and tough. So probably a, a lower scoring affair, you would think, uh, just given the, the run of scores from both teams. Uh, Saints should get the points here, uh, lock in that second spot and, uh, you know, move forward into, into round 17. And the last matchup of the round, the Kansas City Lions against the Menunda Hawks. Uh, these two sides played each other a few weeks ago out at Holloway's Beach. It was a comprehensive victory for Menunda, uh, who were also at that time coming off a loss against the Saints. Second time, again, coming off a loss against the Saints and the Lions uh, had a tough victory over the Bulldogs, uh, kept the Bulldogs scoreless So. There is the one thing we always say with the Lions, there is plenty of talent in that lineup, especially at the top end. And uh, I'm sure on the big deck, they'll be looking to display some of that X factor that they've got. Yeah, we've said it all year long that you, they're just the team you don't want to come up against in a, in a final uh, or like an elimination final. So at, at this stage, that looks like it's, it's South Cairns. Um, but, you know, Hawks won't want to lose two in a row, that's for sure. Um, so they'll be... Um, ready to bounce back. You think they sort of bashed the lines around a bit last time they played and that physicality on around the footy. I'm sure they'll look to bring that at home um, out of Kazali's as, uh, to top off the triple header. Speaking of the Hawks, we're going to move into the segment we introduced last week, the lab. To the secret lab. So in this week's edition of The Lab, we want to kind of look at the way that sometimes the Hawks can be exposed a little bit and uh, not a dig at the Hawks. They've been top of the ladder and, and most teams are looking at ways to potentially get an edge. Um, this footage is from a few weeks ago and, and noting the Hawks actually won this contest, but the cutters came home flying late and it was through some of the play that, that you'll see on screen. We'll put it on the socials. The ability for sides to actually get it on the outside, clear the contest and get some runners in space. And, and one of the key players in this clip was Isa Matthews, who's been super impressive this year. Yeah, spot on, mate. Uh, that, that speed is just such an important asset to teams in, in, in countering the physicality that the Hawks bring and the, the bigger, strong bodies that they've got around the footy. Uh, so uh, as you can see in the clip, that that sort of scrubbed kick, it's not that clean, didn't hit a target, but it got it to the outside. And and for me, the important part of this whole thing is they equalized numbers in the forward line. Yeah. So it wasn't Isa Matthews with three to beat 
and she can sort of get corralled into a corner and tackled. They had equal numbers down the line, which allowed her to sort of get one-on-one, beat her opponent and get to the outside and then the centering kick. And and again, they've got numbers around the footy at the fall of the ball. Maddie Campbell does a good job. We spoke about earlier in the week that she only needs a couple of metres to kick a goal. So it's one thing to get it on the outside, but it's another to have... Uh, the run in your legs to push forward, equalise numbers so that the Hawks can't just rebound quickly. Yeah, it's a really good really good one to note and especially looking at the Saints, they've done that a few times this year, is not necessarily worried and Talia Smith, a really good example of that, not necessarily worried about finding a teammate with the kick. It's more clear the area, get it to open spaces, use the running power that some of these sides have. Cutters have got a few of those runners, he's a Matthews, as you said. The Saints have got a few of them as well, is give them an opportunity in open space where they're not fighting one-on-one against the Jen Robinsons, Tian Sparks, Jen Wren, those players that are such good players in tight in the contest, you need to give those runners a chance to actually use their weapons, I think. Yeah, sometimes it's the lateral kick, and it, it may seem a bit... Uh, unnatural, you know, if you've got the ball to stoppage and the clearance is let's just go forward, but that's where everyone's set up behind the yep. ball and it often gets, uh, you know, bounced straight back or results in another stoppage. You don't really sort of get any ability to break the play open. So that lateral kick, as you can see there, just straight towards the boundary and then their first two at the cutters go down the line. So you know, changing the angles I think is really important, looking for space. And uh, like you said, it doesn't have to be nice 20, 30-metre passes that hit their target. It can just be to grass, open space, and trust that your side has got the speed to outmatch the opposition. Hawkeys girls, take this absolutely a feather in your cap that we're focusing on ways to beat you because every side in the competition is looking for that at the moment. You are top of the ladder for a reason, but that's why we're focusing on this week in the lab. That finishes off our preview for round 16. As you said, BC, at the start of it, we're off on the road next week. We will try and bring you a podcast from Cape York. We're going to spend a bit of time. We'll be out and about uh, remotely. Uh, We'll try and bring you something to the airways, though. But in the meantime, huge weekend of footy in paradise. Any idea where you're going to spend some time on the weekend? Uh, This weekend, mate, I will be bouncing between Kazali Stadium uh, and probably Watson's got a, a new match manager to train up, but uh, looking forward to the triple header of women's footy uh, at Kazali. So all games getting filmed, streamed to clutch and coded through iSports. So good to get some data um, in the ladies competition. Fantastic. I'm uh, hoping to get some content out at Craft and as I said, match the round in the men's competition between the Saints and the Bulldogs. Uh, hope everyone enjoys a, a fantastic weekend of footy in paradise. Junior competition, plenty on the line there as well, and we will see you next week to review all the action. This podcast series will take our listeners through the latest news, results, stats, and exciting matchups across the AFL Cairns competitions. This podcast contains the thoughts and opinions of our presenters and isn't necessarily represented across the organisation.